0: All right, Taylor, what it do, dude? What it do, yeah, dude. dude? We were uh, planning on for all the listeners out there, we we're planning on uh, chatting about a little bit of uh, kind of mental and emotional health, kind of personal goals, and then touch on some supplementation and nutrition. So, kind of combine those two because uh, Taylor, as you know, we've kind of hit hit home the physical and or the recovery or you know fitness part last three or four episodes, which is great great guests and stuff so yeah man you mentioned uh you had some goals do you want to talk about that real quick my goals are yeah well because well, okay. like well, i might i that goals and what first of all yeah yeah talk to me bro i was, well, was, well, was, was going
1: to talk about uh supplementation because i've been started to Im- uh-huh. implement some more supplements into my nutritional
0: regimen and goals in the with supplementation you mean yeah I okay see what they, Sweet, what they man what
1: they, i have other obviously well oh, really yeah those you like, goals, bro? I hope
0: so. I hope my goals in life aren't supplements. My only <laughs> goals in life are to take supplements. That sounds a little <laughs> sketchy. Totally. <true. laughs> um, but yeah,
1: now I've started implementing some different supplements that I think are really beneficial just from listening to guys like mm-hmm. ben, ben Greenfield, uh, the aminos, the essential aminos. Started taking those recently. Creatine, started taking creatine again. Just based on all the research that's been done on creatine, since it's the most studied sports supplement on the market, isn't it
0: crazy how when we were in high school, it that was just a shit on supplement? Yeah, people thought it was so, so bad. Creatine, bro, I I thought it was so bad for me, <laughs> and obviously anything in too much, too large of amounts. But there's a lot of benefits to it more than just what you do in the gym.
1: Yeah, do you want to touch
0: on? And yeah, Keon or Kion, Keon. Yeah, Keon yeah. supplements is the. Is what you're referring to right now yeah, with these yeah. two products? But go for it, dude. Inform, inform myself and the listeners on. I've, yeah, I've got X Endurance's brand for
1: the uh, creatine right now, but that's right. Um, and I've used them in the past; they're good. The yeah, creatine as a supplement, most studied <coughs> sports supplement out there. Period. And it's got tons There's tons of new research that's always coming out. I'm always hearing new things about creatine that are always positive, like it's supporting cognitive health. That was surprising. Uh, testosterone me. production. Uh, obviously, creatine's really, it's responsible for, you know, strength. Uh, also, endurance, though. Really interesting. So, yeah, creatine phosphate system is responsible for your, your lifting, stuff like that. It's what the body likes to utilize when you're lifting heavy weights. But also, creatine is, they've shown uh, in elderly populations that creatine can help boost cognitive health as well as, key, you know, Stave off muscle uh, atrophy.
0: Atrophy. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I, just, I forgot the word too. That's yeah. so fascinating because all I associated creatine with from a whole life ever since I heard about it was it helps you get stronger and gain mass. Yeah, but there's so much more to it, which is what you just said. I think that's so so crazy and cool, like crazy yeah. a good way. You know, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of bullshit out there on creatine, like the. I don't know. I, I don't know if, this, if
1: it's still like this, but when you used to buy like the creatine 1000 or whatever, 10,000, whatever it's called from GNC back in the day, and they said like you need to load it up. Like I think most people in the fitness world know now that you don't have to load creatine. Wow. And in fact, the body can only absorb like two to three grams of creatine max at a time, even if you're taking five, which isn't a bad thing.
0: But um, do you think most yeah. people were taking more than that back before this kind of new nu- yeah, last dude. couple years? Because I, I know I did when I first started taking totally. it. Totally, I knew a couple guys in uh,
1: <clears throat> like middle school, high school, even middle school that were taking like the Jeez. what was it like the Now brand, like those <clears throat> giant tubs, big, big giant huge tub, huge tub of creatine, suspicious looking white powder. Just <laughs> think yeah. about a spoonful. falling. What the fuck? Yeah. All right,
0: um, but I'm <clears throat> wrong. Creatine is definitely. And would you, I'm asking you this, I know the answer to one of these, but I'll, but the second one I think a lot of people wouldn't know, with creatine, is it beneficial to think to take it with something else, or someone out there, because I know you're going to start combining it with your with aminos, es- with your es- essential amino yeah. powder, and I'm going to do the same thing, because I've been taking the Keon essential aminos. Pre fifteen minutes before I start my training session, yeah, for I don't know six months now, love it. But combining <laughs> two to five grams or whatever of some creatine with that, I think that's awesome. But what if so someone was didn't like the idea of amino's or didn't want to buy two the the two products right now? Is creatine alone just you totally. know it's still worth it, right? A hundred percent worth it. Yeah, and I guess the amino's too. I'm, I'm assuming
1: yeah, it's better than nothing. But the mm-hmm. amino's. Key, we're talking about the key on yes. essential aminos. Totally different than branched aminos. Correct. That Correct. Is you can get a lot of branched amino shit out there. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of bullshit products oh, out yeah. there. Yeah, a lot of bullshit. A lot of, uh, a lot of products that just <laughs> have a bunch of sweeteners and flavorings. And branched-chain aminos, in general, aren't that well absorbed by the body. Yeah, that's what I've heard. They can actually cause spikes in blood sugar, uh, which is not favorable. You don't want that. Um, so, anyways, uh, they, can also, they can be quite toxic. Because you're also getting like only, I think the branch chains are like three different amino acids. And not the leucine isolecin, amino acid and Yeah. And you're not, you're getting an unfavorable uh, ratio of those amino acids so to you're, the other amino acids. You're saying you're getting an uptake of those. Repeat those three. Well,
0: I, I accidentally talked over you. I believe they are leucine, isoleucine, and valine. Okay. So you, what the general branching amino acid product, and there's lots of them out there, they will give you an. A vast amount of that, but kind of minimal amounts of the other essential aminos. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, or not, okay. none. Or none at all. Yeah. The there's a couple companies.
1: Uh Thorn actually makes uh, an essential amino supplement as well. I like Thorn. And what I'm trying to do is like any supplements I take, I'm not a huge fan of taking a ton of supplements, but I definitely think there's some gaps uh in the diet. And I definitely think there's some things that you can you can supplement
0: in to your diet. I think it would be probably one of the hardest it's probably one of the hardest things for a human to do to get everything they need through food alone. Yeah. Even if, I mean, especially while you're trying to live your life, right. Maybe you have a job, friends, family, husband, you know what I mean? It's just, it totally. seems like it's very, if you're the only person on the planet and you had an abundance of food, it's easier than it would be now, mm-hmm. obviously. So I think that's a really good point that you said there's gaps Even if you're known as a super health guru when it comes to diet, there's still going to be some gaps that you might not get. And over time, those gaps cause problems. Yeah. And that's where the supplementation comes in. So what is your goal? Your goal with the supplementation to kind of make this wrap wrap my head around this is you want to try some specific products you've done. You've read a lot about and learned a lot about to see. The impact it has on you? Totally, yeah. Okay, 100%. Yeah, I'm always always my own game. (coughs) game Yeah, your own test number. Which is the
1: way it should be, right? Right. But I I don't want to take, you know, I've never been a fan of taking just like junk supplements like nature made and stuff like that. I'm not going to call out companies or anything. But I'd also, the thing with supplements too is like, You shouldn't be spending so much on supplements every month that you can't afford real food. You know, we always talked about that. Yeah, that's... Real food. Yeah. Figure out what's the most important. Right now, I've got like three that I'm taking. I've got creatine, the Keon essential aminos, which we'll get back to in a second. And then I've got cod liver oil and magnesium. So that's four.
0: Um, That's it. That's all I'm taking right now. Um, I think the simplifying it, the better. Because I... Yeah, to an extent, because, you know, there's some people who love I've been to some people's kitchens who are just amazing athletes, very healthy people. And they have just a full cabinet of concoctions of different things they take. They don't take all of them every day, but they have five to 20 different things they pick and choose, depending on how their body feels or whatever. Um, But still, even those guys and girls don't take 20 a day. They'll take three to five a day of their supplements. Also, they have the financial means to spend money on that. Because some of the best, just like some of the healthiest food in the planet, it's not going to be the cheapest food in the planet. Exactly. Some of the best and healthiest supplements in the planet are not going to be the healthiest supplements. And I'm like you, I think I have, so I have the aminos, the the Keon aminos, and the creatine. And then I take, I mean, I have, I don't know, would you consider something like uh, maca root powder a supplement? Yeah, 100%. Okay, so yeah. Then I have like mock root powder and uh, magnesium as well. So four. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and plus. it's just, it's not overwhelming to me. Right. I mean, I'm sure you're the same. Yeah, absolutely. It's badass. Yeah. <clears throat> so,
1: uh, yeah, anyways, back to the, uh, the aminos. So we we're talking about branching aminos compared to being the favorable to essential aminos. I like the, there's a couple of brands, but I think Keon has the best brand of essential aminos right now. They contain all eight of the essential amino acids, uh, which are in, in a favorable ratio too, which are responsible for muscle repair, cognition, reduced cravings, immunity, all kinds of all kinds of good stuff. All kinds of good stuff you want.
0: So when you're saying you think it's the best, and I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say, but you're not saying it just based on flavor, but the actual content that's in yeah. the product. Yeah. Flavor product. happens to be a nice side effect of or a nice you know bonus. Yes. Okay. I did. I'm
1: a I think people know this podcast. I like Ben Greenfield, Ben Greenfield a lot, oh, dude. As a person, I listen to his podcast, I read his books, all that stuff. Um, I
0: would highly recommend people look him up as well. Yeah, ben Greenfield is a, just an encyclopedia knowledge, yeah. and it's not just his opinions. It's a lot of research and human, you know, he, years of stuff he's got into this, and it's not just him coming up with a fact. It's, right, it's all backed up. So yeah, and, and I'm super nerdy with. You know,
1: any type of human, opposite, human, human optimization. Say that 20 times I can't less. talk today. Human optimization, any type of that, anything to do with that. I'm super nerdy with. So, um, and he's, he's actually there. the founder of Keon. He's a founder. And just recently, I think he relinquished his ownership of the company. So
0: it's like his friend's owning. Right. Right. But he's basically yeah. the brains behind the quality and the, the, uh, yeah, quality of the products and what actually is in it. Extremely high quality. Yeah. And we're not so sponsored by them or anything. No, no. I just love the products too.
1: Yeah, incredible. So, um, yeah, essential aminos mixed with the creatine is what I want to start doing here pretty soon. Um, and you'll do that pre-workout multiple times pre-workout a day. Post, yeah. pre yeah, post? okay. Yeah, incredible for recovery. Yeah. And I'm no, like, games athlete or anything like that, but... You do have a lot of volume a, and training, for, in the gym. Though. Yeah, if you're going intense, if you're going doing metcons and lifting and Olympic weightlifting and all that stuff, you want to recover. You know, that's that's the the biggest tool
0: in an athlete's
1: you know toolbox, rather. You know,
0: right, right. And, and you and I have talked about it multiple times privately and on this podcast about longevity these kind of supplements like that will help with recovery and therefore it'll help you stay healthy and in shape through the years. Totally, it's not, you know, it's not like you're going to plateau and hit a brick wall and you're 40 and not be able to walk and you're 45. I and mean, this kind of stuff will pay off in the long run. So right. I think that's the coolest part is, you know, there's, it's, there's training smart physically and then also recovering and preparing smart. And the combination of those are awesome. And totally. you know, you're epitomizing that. And I take the, essential aminos uh and the creatine 15 to 20 minutes i'll sip on it and drink it on my way to the gym or 15 minutes while i'm warming up before i start actually moving and lifting there or, or, you know what i mean and i think that's uh, that's my sweet spot that i found i think they might even recommend it on the product kind of they give you kind of a suggested use i know he's been talking about it recently on like a <coughs> podcast. and i guess like- if you do more if you do like Three hour a three hour session or split it up into two one and a half hour sessions. You take you know you don't just take it once in a day. Yeah. So you want to expand on that if you yeah, have any. Yeah. Yeah. No, I,
1: I completely agree. Yeah, it's one hundred percent. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, best tool in an athlete's toolbox is recovery for sure. And that the the more
0: resources you have for recovering, the better. And it kind of so. comes full circle, right? Don't totally. you break your body down. You train hard. You work on stuff. You you get better. You get stronger. You get fitter you recover, and that goes back around the circle too. that helps you prepare for the next session, and then you and do just, the same thing, just a constant yeah. and, 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 and not even, but you know,
1: even if you're not an athlete. I agree, not oh athlete, yeah, I agree just a, if you're just a, you know, badass motherfucker who's,
0: who's working out a lot um, tons of them out there. Yeah if you're working out a lot, I mean there's probably some, recovering. there's a lot of people who aren't professional athletes or collegiate athletes who do more volume of moving yeah. and training than some athletes, you know I mean, I know weekend warrior mom and dad who are probably lifting more weights per week than most MLB baseball pitchers. You know what I mean? They're professional athletes. So that's just, I want to just clarify, like, there's different levels of athletes. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. But regardless, even if you're only moving, you know, we had our first episode. Remember, Taylor? We kind of talked. We catered the fitness kind of towards beginners. Yeah. Even then. It's not going to hurt you to have proper recovery through okay. recovery techniques and or and plus supplementation. So totally, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, is there one on the horizon that you want to try next besides the three or four that you're pretty regularly or every day
1: taking right now? Um, right now, I'm just going to stick to these. Okay. I don't have anything that I'm like, oh, I got to take this now. If, if something pops, you
0: know, gets thrown across your desk, you, those other stuff more that are probably yeah.
1: well, like to implement at some point, but it's not. So I'm I don't just change
0: supplements. I just
1: try to think, you know, like what's gonna help benefit my performance in the gym and outside the gym. And then what's you know, what's the, the best bank for my
0: buck? Yeah. That's especially for someone in your your position and my position, that's always big. <coughs> <coughs> yeah. What can that's I get the, the most for the most uh for the best amount? You yes, know what I mean? Absolutely. And it comes with training too. Yeah. I've you know, kind of your kind of approach to training has slowly but surely over the years rubbed off on me in a way where I know it's not always more is better. Just like the more supplements isn't always the better. I more is definitely better. not better.
1: Uh, and, and I think that depends on it depends on the context, but even for some, it depends on. The that's person. true. It's totally dependent on what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. But generally, I think it's probably not a bad rule of thumb. I mean, I, you know, when, when people are saying they're doing like seven or eight workouts a day or whatever, you hear like games athletes, I'll say that oftentimes they're not doing like seven or eight Metcons a day. And that's typically like a bunch of different sessions with different types of accessory work, whatever they need to focus on, maybe one only, only lifting session, maybe one or two Metcons, and then they'll do a bunch of different, you know, mobility work, all this, all this stuff. Right. So they're technically doing seven or eight workouts a day or whatever, five to seven workouts, depending on the you <laughs> But they're not all like the same thing. Maybe one workout is like an organic crossfit workout, and the other workout, the other workouts, like a six mile run or whatever. You know,
0: yeah, just structure. and I remember some people, you know, I people ask me in the past when I was competing in crossfit, how many hours do you think you spend in the gym? Well, that doesn't really. I know why you're asking that because you're wondering how, how many hours do I train? But I'm not training every second in the gym. There's the yeah. warm up, the re- the cool down, the socializing in between workouts. Right. You know, I and that's interesting. That's what I made me think of too. Is someone might say, "Yeah, I'm in the gym seven, eight times a day," and it, or even just three times a day. But maybe there's someone else out there who only goes to the gym or works out once a day, but they're getting more work in that one session than True. that person does in three. So I think, to your point, every you can take that with a grain of salt. Depends on what you want to accomplish. Yeah, but, and uh, be specific with your questions so they don't just say that general. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, you
1: know, I look up to guys like. Spieler now, who's like, dude, he's in and out of the gym in like an hour, and his his sessions are he focuses on intensity, like he focuses on intensity, and that's it's interesting because that's not the approach for a lot of other people. You know, like correct. His approach is very is unique to his programming style, but I hear about other people that are you know they're not as they're not as focused on intensity. You got guys like Marcus Philly, he's less focused on intensity, and more focused on. You know the functional bodybuilding type stuff and the structural integrity of the
0: body and the quality, which and is the add, awesome. Controlled well. reps and the slower type of style workouts are at. which is great. Still yeah. built-in intensity, and in just there. not every single second of his training
1: session. Right. And not that Spielers <coughs> focused at all. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but Spiller's focused on you know more like you know organic CrossFit style stuff with some accessories with the intensity piece, but he's not but not as much volume as he was used to doing.
0: You know? Except, yeah. He's not no longer one of the fittest people on the planet by choice. He's right. retired from that competing. He's still fit as fuck. He's still, yeah, so like, but he's not a professional crossfitter anymore, yeah. so to speak. Um, I know for some people, like for me, I have specific days now because otherwise I will go ham every single session to the point where I burn out by the end of the week or I'll get mm-hmm. a little tweak injury. So there's now I try to pick my spots as best I can because there's I'm not the only one I'm sure on this planet where I'm just a you know wild animal. Once I get in the gym, I just want to go hard every second. You know, if I don't feel like I'm pushing myself to the limit, I don't think like it was worth it. But I pick my spots now, especially training for certain things like an event or a competition or a fight or anything like that. Um, picking days where my intensity level is less red line and see if I can pass out. Mm-hmm. And then there's other days like yesterday where, you know, you and I did a sled push kind of, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes of sled pushing it. And then I just did pretty much a nice and easy, just go through the motions, doing some functional bodybuilding and finish with mobility stuff. What was impressive about the workout, in my opinion, with you is you were able to realize what one round into that really long metcon yeah, that it just wasn't going to do it wasn't going to be worth it because it's one of those metcons and workouts where if you're not going to go if you don't feel good you're not gonna, it's going to hurt you more than help you right if you just go through the motions and do you want to touch on that cuz yeah. that for me and even you a little bit I guess back in when we were 17 18 I mean we just didn't even that never even crossed my mind even I would have yeah. pushed through it and then probably Gotten a small injury or just felt burnt out, mm-hmm. and then my next day of training would have been terrible. 100, yeah. So you want to talk about? Because I was like, "Damn, dude, see, yeah. I'm getting there, but not quite." Yeah, we can talk about. I mean, i said
1: I've talked about training periodization before, but yeah, for me also, it's easier said than done. Yeah, I mean, if you're, you know, like I started to do a metcon yesterday. Seven rounds for time of uh, nine bar facing burpee, seven power clean and jerk, 135, and then uh, five bar muscle ups. Started that workout yesterday. After I'd already done some power lifting, sled, bushes, stuff like that, body was tired. And it's just like, you know, I just felt, I mean, I know how my body feels. I'm like, this, yeah. this is. it's not that I'm a, a weak bitch or anything. It's just I, my body was not ready for that workout. Like, it's just, okay, I need to rest before I do this workout. I just did a bunch of strength stuff. It's not a good idea for me to just go ahead and do a Metcon right now.
0: And it was at the end of, it was a Saturday. So you had a whole week before, you know, the Monday through Friday before that, you were training, putting time in. So yeah. it's not like... You took two weeks off and you should be fresh. I did a lot of workouts up. before that. So exactly. Not like, so
1: I read, you know, long story short, I redid the workout today. Felt great. Finished the workout. It was awesome. Felt great. Got a great training stimulus.
0: And I think that's the sweet spot. A lot oh. of people can work on. Yeah. Me, me and I'm first team all piece of shit when it comes to the training periodization right. Because I, that's still my biggest struggle. Um, and so I think that should speak volumes to any young or you know athlete or not even young athlete, just anyone out there who's working out. You know, because the old me, if I was in today's position, I would have been beating myself up, oh you a pansy, you didn't finish the workout. But I wouldn't have been thinking about it with common sense and realizing that would have hurt my overall fitness and body in the long yeah, run right you're not kind of just taking that off you're not thinking about
1: it from a total human optimization exactly. standpoint great i like is, what you just said well that's yeah I mean, that's, that's what it that's is honest, that's on honest theme yeah but, i mean i i feel weird about saying that but it's true mm-hmm. because <clears> you know that's like you're not thinking about it from like a longevity perspective or like okay how's this going to affect me tomorrow i want to work out tomorrow how's this going to affect me then i'm not training for CrossFit games right or anything like that no so it's like You know, you might as well, if you know yourself, you know when you can push hard and you know when you can not
0: push hard. See, and that's that's there's a there's that balance there is because I think some people might hear this and they might use it as a cop out. They they just don't want to do it. So they just might think to themselves, oh, I'm sore. I don't need to do it. There's just that balance of being like pushing yourself, but not doing it to where it's going to hinder you the next day or maybe hurt you more than help you. I think that go that goes with anything, not just fitness. The self-awareness, knowing who you are as a person, knowing your body, that helps with mental, emotional, knowing how you react to certain foods, that helps nutrition, and especially like we just said in the gym. I mean, self-awareness and not being a BS artist to yourself is right. so important. It's interesting because I was a very self-aware for a long time with nutrition and with mental and emotional health stuff and just my moods and how I approach life. But in the gym I was just a dumb mother effort. And I just yeah. didn't I just was blind to it almost unintentionally. I just didn't really think about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think self awareness is key and so many and you can call it what you want. I mean, I don't know what you refer to knowing yeah. yourself. I mean yeah. it's the same kind of Definitely, Same kind of deal. Be honest with yourself. You yeah. know, be honest with the way you feel. Be honest with hey your head space is. And active. that peer pressure can get to you too, especially when you're in the gym. You know, with it wasn't like there was 50 people in the gym because of yeah. the whole lockdown and stuff. But you know, if this was five months ago, there might be people in the gym saying, "Oh, come on, Taylor, finish it with us." You know, and I knew I know knowing you, Taylor, you wouldn't have given into that. You would have been smart about it. But people, right. that that's a real thing too, and outside of the gym. You know, that so, kind of transitions
1: into something else, but I, I wanted, you know, like I definitely, I definitely work a lot better if I'm in like a, a setting with a bunch of people, like a class setting or something like that. Like I definitely, What do you mean by work a lot better? I definitely go, yeah, work a lot better. It sounds like,
0: well, a, that could be a million things. Yeah. Four years old. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone not, didn't someone pay attention did. to English class. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm no, weird. I, uh, yeah, you, really you suck. Uh, anyway.
1: <laughs> Anyways, uh, so I definitely, I work harder. I mean,
0: I definitely work harder when there's other people in the And in I feel like you get more out of the minutes in the gym when there's other people around you yeah, as I mean, opposed I'm, I'm to with one person across the other side of the gym. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely competitive. I'm the same I, way, 100%. I like to see who's next
1: to me and if I can beat them, you know, like...
0: I, I, for me, I talked I'm about this yesterday with you and Grace. I even said, if I'm in the gym... Even if there's just some eighty-year-old grandpa on the corner, I will, <laughs> I will unconsciously just go harder because I know there's someone else who might be watching, or might be paying attention. Gotcha. See, I'm a little it's different. Just, it's just, and I, I, so regardless of if someone's working or not, there's someone else in the vicinity of my vision when I'm training. Gotcha. I will go harder just without even, I don't even really think about it. I just do. I notice that, or it's easier for me to grind it out and kind of uh, approach you know what I mean whereas the little I'm just like most humans, you know, when I'm alone training on my training on my own, that little voice comes in your head, oh slow yeah. down, you can cut these reps or you can do two rounds or four rounds. Whereas if, you know, know. that doesn't matter if it's a 10 year old kid. I hate that damn voice. dude. Yeah that hey, it's like uh you know the, the good and evil kind of voice on your right and left shoulder. But that mm-hmm. that voice creeps in to me when I'm training alone or if I'm doing anything very physically or mentally demanding alone. It's not just in the gym. Yeah. Maybe, you know, if I was doing a ton of work, homework or studying alone, it was harder for me to push through and do it. Whereas if I'm studying hard and preparing for a test in the library around other students, I'll go harder and I'll yeah. stay in there longer. Do you feel, I mean, I'm. it sounds like sure. you're the same pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, You know, like sometimes it's like,
1: I'm kind of I'm a little different, I guess. When I when you when you say like if there, even if there's anybody there, okay. I like to
0: test myself against whoever's working out next to me. Do you ever find yourself, even if you're by far the best, the most fit, the best athlete in the gym during a workout? Do you ever look at like someone in a session with you and you try to stay two rounds ahead of them at all times, or don't let them get within? Does that do you challenge yourself that way? Yeah. Or do you? only benefit from other people in the gym if there's someone who has a chance of beating you. Does that make sense? How do you, How does that work with Both. You? I mean, uh, both. typically both, yeah. Because that's 100%. the weird twist of way I approach it. Yeah. If I'm in the, a gym doing a workout or lifting next to a bunch of 55-year-old moms, I will do my best to make a challenge for myself in my own head. Like, mm. okay, I'm not going to let any of these 50-year-old moms get within three minutes of my finishing time or 200 pounds of my lift, you know, just to keep challenging myself. Yeah, I don't know. Is that how you kind of? Luckily at the gym, yeah. there's a lot of good good athletes, so you you're don't sure. probably but run it's into the worst thing them that whoever you're working out with is just like three rounds of you know, head <laughs> and fucking wind. It's the it's just like wow. Yeah. <laughs> the, especially if it's day in and imagine imagine if it's day in and day out. It's not just one specialty workout where maybe it's a yeah. bodyweight workout. But hey, though, you know, like that's Dude, it's just a test of your
1: your character though. Exactly. If you keep going if you keep going and keep keep working at it. No, no matter how long – I know for me, like my – like weightlifting has always been a huge issue for me. And I it's just like yeah, – you know, I can could, I could watch somebody snatch 280
0: pounds or whatever and just be like, well, I'll never do that. Or like I'll just keep like working on what I can work on. Yeah, you know I mean? see, I got that dynamic. When you and I train together and we're doing bodyweight gymnastics, part of me would be like, holy. There's just – the shot of me beating you in a pure gymnastics or bodyweight movement workout is – pretty low there's a there's always a chance i might be able to thrive in one movement but then it's vice versa when you are doing a weightlifting session together or a workout with like a four or five pound deadlift i know Mm -hmm. i'm going to be able to you know and you probably feel the same kind of thing like oh shit it's a good challenge and being aware of your thoughts whether you're getting your ass kicked by someone in the gym or maybe someone is Getting a really better test score than you, or maybe mm-hmm. someone is eating very healthy and they have it all together between the ears, and you melt if you spill coffee in your lap. Like, yeah, being aware comes back to the awareness. Mm-hmm. So, that's when you're if, if you're lift, if you're gonna do some clean jerks tomorrow, and there's someone else in there who is even though they're like, if I'm clean jerking next to you, I'm mm-hmm. taller and heavier than you. Totally. So, the chances of me outlifting you are very high. Yes, well, that even if if you didn't, if we weren't friends with that. Kind of mess, mess—not mess with you, but how would you? How does that work with you? Just focus on what you can do. Okay, that's it. Put the blinders just, on, so to speak. Yeah, just focus on what you can do. What, what do you? What can
1: you do? You yeah. know, that's a lot, not, I love it, dude. I love that's music to my ears. Focus on what you can do. It doesn't matter what somebody else is doing. That's hard. You know, like it's, it's hard for me even too. Because I look yeah. at somebody else, and I'm like,
0: fuck. You're like cleaning and your container and trainer so know, like, and some I'm like
1: cleaning your Especially an in individual dirty.
0: type of sport yeah. or training. You know, I mean, there's not a lot of mean you know what i'm saying yeah working out in the gym is it's not like you're it's not a team effort necessarily it's just you versus you yeah and that's an interesting challenge too yeah so that's an interesting dynamic when you get in the gym so i was actually curious someone asked me this other day taylor and i was curious to ask you you know it's Stuff is slowly starting to open up. States are opening up. Gyms are getting more open. There's a little bit slowly, but surely, hopefully it continues this way, a little bit more freedom with what you can do with your days. I'm curious, is there something that you're – we talked about kind of your goals and your approach to supplements for the the foreseeable future. Yes. Between now – so during the summer months, between now and August, I mean, I'm just curious, like, is there – what's getting out of bed? Is it just that constant seeking for improvement? Yes. Or is there, you know what I mean? Like what is kind of, and you can go, you can talk about this answer in all three aspects of try to help the fitness, nutrition, and maybe the goal setting and emotional side or the personal development. But I'm curious, like, do you have, do you think about that in, ahead of time or do you kind of just take it week by week? So um, I'm a big, I, I try to stay present as much as I like can, but I'm also a big too. future planner. Me too. I have to have a reason why I'm doing this. And it's usually something future oriented for sure. So I'm curious yeah. what what over the next two, three summer months, you know, May, June, July. Yes. So this year has been really
1: awesome so far. I, I mean honestly. I love that even, answer. Even Most the, people wouldn't say that, but I love it. My routine has been great to me. Honestly, I think my it's been a challenge for a lot of people, but for me, my goals have not changed. Um uh, I'm always looking to to be healthier, whether that not just in the gym, because I know health doesn't just mean lifting weights doesn't mean just muscles healthier in in all sorts of different aspects um hang out with friends you know grow this podcast you you know strengthen my emotional connections you know spend more time with my girlfriend all that stuff like
0: you know for me i feel like you also there's something you learn every week that you tell me that i've never and it's just i feel like that's another way that yeah you were Strength growing, my, strengthen my relationships with people in general, people at the
1: gym, people everywhere. Um, you know, get out in the sun a lot, get in the sun, go for more walks, take cold showers. Also, there's also the different health practices that you can implement. They're not just, you know, a CrossFit MetCon or, you know, a weightlifting session. You know, there's lots of different things you can add into your life. Breathing for me is something oh. I have to always remind myself to take time to do it's easy like, to forget to yeah, focus on it um it's really hard to sit down still and not scroll through instagram or facebook and just breathe um so i'm trying to take more time to do that um so that's another thing that's that's been
0: so let me ask you this then: are you all the, i mean when i think of you i think of someone who's this is me putting words in your mouth and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like you're trying to see how much optimal human performance you can get out of your life, Always. in your lifetime, yeah. in every aspect of health. There, You know, the triad of health is three general aspects, but there's little niches and ecosystems within those three categories. Yes. Is that kind of what your long-term, I mean, is that kind of what... Because I know for me, when it comes to just, for example, the physical side of health, I... Don't I, I like the idea of feeling beat up. Like I got every speck and ounce of energy and potential out of my body as I could. Yeah. So I want to see how far I can push myself physically in a healthy manner. But I just want to get as much as I can, optimize my physical performance, to see how good I can get, right. how fit I can get, how strong I can get. You know what I mean? How quick. Yeah. Is that kind of – because your next three months, it seems like it's, it's all – Human optimization, and that generally, in my mind, when I think of human optimization, I think of the what you eat and drink, what you do with your body, and then what goes on between your ears. And I feel I, like that's your next three months. And that's basically you, as I've known you. But is that kind of what? If, I, if someone said, "Hey, Taylor, it seems like you're uh, you're just trying to seek as much human optimization as learn as much as learn as much about it throughout your lifetime." Is that kind of a general? That's 100% my passion. And you're not only yeah. just for yourself, but you're also teaching it through this podcast and clients and other people. Right. But that's what I think of when I think yeah. of you and all this stuff that you do on a daily basis. It's like no stone unturned. So when you are 99, you feel like you've really gotten everything out of you can for the first oh, nine 99 years. Yeah. And then 99 to 100, see if you can grow somewhere else. That's just that constant growth. I feel yeah. like is kind of, and that's why I think you and I relate so much. Yeah. And get along so well because we're similar in that idea, right? Yeah. You know, I'm only 25,
1: right? Uh, but I think <laughs> long most, ways to go before you're 99. I think, yeah, I think most people think that you know health is is all about what you do in the gym. I've said this before on the podcast, but it's really, yeah. like the more like every year that goes by, I think more and more. And I've got some huge career goals uh, too, and financial goals and stuff like that. But health and Health as a whole is a
0: lot more than what you do in the gym. Well, how many hours a day or in a day? was 24 hours, right? How many hours on average do you think you spend in a gym working out or just working out? Hour and a half out? a day, maybe. So that leaves you 22-ish hours the rest of the day. So that's proof right, right there. There's yeah. way more to health and human optimization. Like you said, there's the financial, there's the personal goals, the career goals. there's the, and That's interesting. That's a very good point. Totally. And it's, it's easy for people
1: to forget that and of course nutrition is important and sleep and all those basic human needs are important and light sun exposure um D, walking we've already talked about all that stuff before but i think on a more basic note than that even is like i said strengthening your relationships with people i know that's been a it's been a really it's been a weak point for me um Do you think it's your introverted background? Yeah. Not background, but just your kind mm -hmm. of human nature? Okay. That's been a weak point for
0: me. It's something I'd like to strengthen, for sure. And Um, what do you mean by that? Strengthen how? Like, meaning better, better, more 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 good relationships? Yes. Okay. Strengthen
1: your your ties, your bonds with people. Um, Talk to more people. Hang out with people. Um, And then, you know, it's also healthy to... Just go on a fucking vacation and take some mushrooms. You know what I mean? Like seriously. I totally people, agree. People are so. That's another thing. Is like you don't want to be like so goal oriented. That's your entire life, and nothing else matters. Because it's like you get to the end of your life and like, wow, I, I did all these things. I accomplished all these goals, but I still feel fucking empty. So it's like, you know. Do you feel like that... There's a weird? I don't. I don't mean to get all like woo woo, but like, there's a weird energetic balance that should take place uh, maybe I'm
0: listening to too much Aubrey Marcus podcast but, but like we are evolved energy you're not Taylor yeah. you are 30 trillion cells yeah you're Taylor is just you're this the skin vessel that contains those 30 trillion cells you're not one thing you're 30 you know what I mean and they, right we're energy emotion is the movement of energy right we're all energy you know energy frequencies vibes it, that's a real thing you give off a certain vibe and I can kind of read it and feel it and yeah I think when I think of a vacation and, you know, in the general terms like that, take I feel like that is so important because it helps the average, it helps people get out of their own little bubble. Yes. That's why I, talk, I talked about on, I posted a post a couple of days ago about just looking up and getting that bird's eye perspective. Because I think a lot of times we can get so caught up and like you said, super way too Focused on achieving and goals and growing and we don't take time to step back and maybe look at it from the overarching birds eye view from a clear mind, clear heart and then see come back to it after the vacation in quotes and then approach it maybe in a better way or a different way. Yeah, because I think it can be very talk about burnout in the gym. I think you can burn out if you just go balls to the wall Only seeking improvement, and I don't think that that probably sounds a little selfish. That goes back to what you were saying earlier about having some sort of overarching purpose. Mm -hmm. As to what you're doing, whether that's training for something or not, or just what 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 would you say yours is? is. If if you had to come up with a couple sentences right now, or just explain Mm -hmm. what you're what why you why are you doing what you're doing every week right now? Like what do you what you know? I mean, is it basically what I kind of put in your work put in your mouth? I love it. That's all. You're trying to just get the most out of your potential as a human being in every aspect. I enjoy
1: it, uh, and I'm trying to find out what my purpose is right now, my actual true purpose. I think we all are constantly trying to figure that out. Even if you're 40 years old, I think you're still trying to figure out. 100%. You're still finding purpose. You're still still
0: discovering yourself. I don't think you ever stop discovering yourself. And keyword discovering yourself. It's it's already in you. You just yeah. haven't discovered it yet. You know, people. I tell this to a lot, a lot of young audiences and teenagers a lot. People aren't looking for you. You know, just because you're born on this planet doesn't mean you're going to leave a mark and be remembered and do anything special. Right. They're seeking what's within you. So yeah. it's up to you to discover that and peeling away the layers throughout your life to yeah. figure out. You know what I mean? Because if you if you drive by an, an average grave, a typical graveyard right now, I think how many people, knowing one just are, are forgettable you know um yeah they're replaceable they are easily forgotten you know they died and then once the last person they knew said their name for a lot you know what i mean it's just yeah. kind of leaving your and there's a reason why the vast majority of humans don't leave a mark or an impact on this planet it's because they don't truly find like that what's within them right you know what i mean and i think that's interesting how you're Doing things on a weekly basis sounds like to keep peeling away at that and then finding and I think you're already doing it, but there's even more that you could be doing, which I think is cool. And like you said, we're only 25, you know, that's interesting. But I think that's, I said that to my last speech I gave at least the north is no one's, you know, no one's going to put a camera in front of you and promote you. You know, no one's looking for Taylor Smith. They're looking for what's within you. What is your special gift? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Just because you're born and you're human doesn't mean you're going to do anything worthwhile. You have to find what's what is within you. You know what exactly. I mean, and then push that out into the world in the best way you, you can. Have to explore. You know, you have to explore. Everything. Everything. It's it's in your inner being, your inner totally self. I mean, um, and I'm so yeah, that's interesting. You're you feel like you are on the right path. But you have you feel like you haven't fully discovered the main kind of reason why you might be here. If there even is one, who knows? You know, I don't know if we're all here just off a fluke. Maybe this you know, is just a dream. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, we can go down that rabbit hole another time. But one thing's for certain is you
1: I mean, you create your path. 100%. Sure. You create your path based on your decisions, based on discipline, based on,
0: you know, what you want to do? I mean, what do you want to do? You can do it. You do know? you feel like you knew that from a young age or were you like me you know, for most of my life pointing the finger at other that. people or other events? Did not know that. Because I would always blame adversity or other people for the reason why I'm not where I want to be. And at the end of the day, it's all, it's all, it's all, I take responsibility yeah, someone else's. It's not, take, it's not really
1: someone else's fault. There's definitely things that can affect it for sure. Correct. There's getting things that can getting it abused. abused
0: or getting beaten yeah. or sexually abused well, or raped. But yeah. once again, you, you, it's up to you to decide what you're going to do once that traumatic event is over. Are you right. going to let that event, dictate and ruin the rest of your life or you're gonna to try to make the best out of it right it's like there was a tough love i don't know if you've got a lot of that throughout your life i don't know how your parents yeah. treated you but i love my dad to death and my mom and some of my other my mom's never really give me a lot of tough love she's just lovey-dovey like mm-hmm. a typical mom but some of my bet my dad and my biggest mentors and coaches gave me that tough love and it's kind of like i had kept reminding myself the same thing like Sometimes I just want to look at my, you know, in the past, I wish I would have just looked at myself in the mirror and told myself, no one gives a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like quit blaming other things or life or adversity or and misfortune. You know, no one gives a shit. Like, and that can be very sad at first to think about that and realize But at the end of the day, you got to create your own path, putting by right. going back to what you said. It's like take full responsibility for your life because there's a lot of shit That people have done amazing. There's a lot of people who have done amazing, extraordinary things who have had a extremely unfortunate series of events throughout their lives, and they've gone on to do amazing things. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just tough. It's tough to kind of come to terms with that. For sure. Really, you know, I, I, you know, I genuinely would hear and care, and I hope people, you know, you know, Taylor, if you told me you had. Emotional trauma, or your dad, or some stranger, your neighbor hit you with a stick for ten years straight. Obviously, I would care, and I try to. But then again, I can't do anything. I can't control how you what you do with that event. It's up to you. You have to take right. responsibility for how you, you know. And that's that's a deep, that's a that's a tough thing to kind of swallow at first. Especially when you're like me for twenty years, used to pointing the finger and kind of blaming other things, even for my successes. I didn't take any credit internally, you know, I just thought it was all just lucky and people helped me do everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that's really fascinating. And, I, and that, that's interesting that you said that create your own path. One of my biggest,
1: well, I guess, biggest goals, you know, people think like, Oh, what kind of business are you going to open right now? I'm not, I have no plans of opening a business right now. I'm 25 years old for fuck's sake. But I, one of my biggest goals is just to be nicer and kinder to people, Just mm-hmm. be kind to people, be nice to people. Be personable with people, you know. To contagious. Just be like friendly with people, you know. I, and I'm trying to see, you know. So I'm in the past, I've kind of, I kind of give people like I don't know, I don't want to say I give people like a cold shoulder, but I definitely like I'm definitely
0: quiet. And you know, like it's okay to be quiet, but I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah, when I when I meet people who aren't who aren't comfortable talking with people they don't know very well, it can come across as they're basically giving you the fuck you quietly though. Right. You know, get away from me type of thing. I know what you're kind of are trying to say. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the fact that you want to improve on that. Totally. Then go for it, dude. Yeah. No one. Yeah. There's no reason yeah. why you shouldn't want to. So. I think the, the the whole goal, being too goal oriented is, I don't agree with that. Um, because well, I, I, I just, I, I just try to get joy out of every moment, everything I do during the day. And then the, you know, because I think there's no end goal for me. Yeah. I don't, because I've I've made that mistake a couple times in my past where I had a huge goal. Once I accomplished it, I felt very empty after it was done. I was like, oh, shit, this is it. Now what yeah. do I do? So I don't really have specific, I mean, I don't know. This is probably controversial for a lot of people to hear, and people might not agree with this, but I, there's people who can definitely be way too goal-oriented, or they focused on an end result so much that they don't enjoy the exactly. same leading up to it. And what it comes down to is just, I just want to enjoy every second of every day the best I can, because you know, you can't take life too seriously. We're all going to die. No one's coming out of this alive. Yeah, this, I could be hit by a car, shot by a sniper tomorrow, or I could be 110. No one knows, you know? And so you just, I, I feel like if it's takes away from my peace and joy and just love of living, more than, you know, a weekend or it's just not, it's too expensive. It's not worth it to me. Right. So the goal oriented, there's things I'm striving towards and want to accomplish, sure. but the hard deadline goals and I want to get this specific thing. And I think clarity is big, but specific, yeah. just that vast improvement totally. throughout every day, not like a certain number or date and time. Yeah. You know, I don't know. There, nice. I, we, that's a whole nother episode, but that we can talk about. Absolutely, that's really interesting to hear. Kind of your explanation of yeah, what your approach is you know, right now.
1: You know, something too that you said something earlier that you know we need the thing with this quarantine. The thing that this quarantine is really exposed. You know, I say quarantine in air quotes. Mm-hmm. Is we really need people? People really need people. Like it, it it's crazy how much on a baseline human level that we really need each other. Like people really need other people, you know, like we, it's hard to like, I think, I think the we're all
0: one. We're, it's like, we're all a drop of water and together we're all the ocean. It's like, we all have to, you know, we all, is that because, because we're all in some sort of weird net of being connected in some way. You know, Don't get me wrong. I feel like the earth would be better off without humans. <laughs> But that's just the earth. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> just the earth in general. I know <laughs> what you, you mean. But people do need people. We, yeah. you, and I rely on complete strangers to provide us with certain things, whether it's supplies at a grocery store or, or human relationships. You yes. know, I think is that what you're trying to say? Well, not just that, but like we need like we need good friendships. We need
1: healthy relationships with each other. You know, like we We're need social to, beings, dude. Yeah, it's it's
0: crazy. So I mean, that's that's why literally the. I don't like it when they say social distancing, physical distancing. Exactly. Those, those little verb terms, I've been very keen on that over the last three years is watching what you say. It's physical distancing. Right. Not social distancing. You're not gonna save the world by sitting in the corner of your room and not talking to anyone. You can do that but still be social. Right. Via phone call, text, Zoom, FaceTime. Right. Drive by, waves. <laughs> I encourage yeah. I gotta drive by shooting, and drive by waves. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's really fascinating, I think you're right. This is exposed. I think this will, I hope people benefit from this after the fact once it's done because I feel like a lot of people across the planet are experiencing things that are way outside of control for the, like on this level for the first time. And I hope people can develop a stronger character from it. I agree. Because the amount of stress and mental and emotional health struggles that this is causing for people across the planet. Oh, I know. But at the end of the day, I hope people can. Benefit and grow from it, not just go through this pandemic. Let's grow through this pandemic because this will prepare you. If this ever happens again in ten years, people know how to handle it a little bit better because i have been through it once. And then it'll just keep. And so I hope that can benefit people. But yes, we, yeah, the the thought of being an I am legend with Will Smith, only human on the planet, at least around me, I just that's such a good movie because it if that exposes exposes a lot of truth
1: exposes like true loneliness is like the i literally just listened to a podcast on this but true like loneliness the feeling of being lonely actually is a huge one of the biggest indicators of all cause mortality. yeah it it's causes the, a lot of it causes
0: death literally yeah. literally death it's crazy it, it causes the kind of the mental and emotional turmoil to an extent where you release the, the negative chemicals in your brain that yeah. cause the heart disease and the blood pressure. And yeah, I, I've heard person. that, and I don't know the stats on it, like, but I've heard that many times. Yeah, like that movie. The so movie yeah. Castaway with Tom Hanks. Yeah, Lewis. another one. That's another example of, you see throughout yeah. both movies how the characters.
1: They slowly they go. They slowly like, kind of want, almost yeah. crazy.
0: like they, they go kind of insane. To the point where they risk their own lives just at the chance of possibly getting to healthy humans or other people. Right. You know, Tom Hanks in Castaway, it took him four years to develop the curbs to try to build a raft and get back to humanity. Mm -hmm. And with I Am Legend, at the end of the movie, he risked his own life to help others. Because, you know, it's just interesting. I Am Legend was so great, too, because, like, when Will Smith, when his character finally
1: found other humans, he was so, like, who the fuck are you, like... I don't. I don't even know how to talk to you, like, because you've been just away from humanity for so long, obviously with the, the zombie. That's why the, the that movie is so good because it's like it deals so much with the loneliness
0: side of you know. Yeah, the human character. What am I trying to look for? The loneliness side of the human. Emo, the human intellect. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, I felt that when I over in 2018 and 2019, I was in the hospital 300 days each year. And most of the hours of the day, I was in a room alone by myself with blurry vision. So I couldn't Mm -hmm. even see, and that affected me totally in a different way than anything has affected me ever before. Because I've always had siblings, two parents around, friends around. I've always been around people. Yeah. Most of the hours of the day, unless I'm sleeping, obviously. But even then, I'm in a house with other people. You know, it's like so that that is a yeah. It's it's really fascinating. I hope people can snap out of that so to speak once more and more people can go out in public and be around and Mm -hmm. i think it's nice that this at least in america happened in the in this part of the world it happened where it's not dead of winter so people can kind of have Mm -hmm. still a little bit of social life going on walks and waving people from a distance or you know sitting on a deck six feet apart from each other and nice beautiful room temperature like last night was beautiful i know if this was in january november december it would have been 10 degrees and freezing you, know, yeah, you couldn't, know so i think that has been a huge blessing yeah it's really fascinating man right. i mean it's, it's it's such an interesting you can dive into so many different elements of this and it i hope you know it's interesting how you said your goals and your life and the reason why you're getting out of bed in the morning it hasn't been it hasn't changed at all or it hasn't been slowed down that much if at all by this whole pandemic and i'm the same way with you i'm very similar to you but i feel like a lot of people are not like that i feel like it's slowed down a lot of different people um which i hope they can snap out of that yeah i hope i can't you know as much as i want to stress and worry about it me doing that's not going to help them or change myself. Yeah, right. but yeah that's cool that how you you alluded to that yeah you're still trying to take advantage of the opportunities that you have during your day, even though it is a little bit different now. And it it's won't be like this forever. But you know, the last thirty days, it's been different. Yeah. And I can tell just from personal experience, just seeing you know, seeing you or talking to you on a weekly basis, it doesn't seem like yeah. you've declined at all. <laughs> I know some people who look miserable. Well, yeah, that's because, and sound
1: miserable. You know, yeah, I mean a lot of people had their jobs. Like, I mean, totally, man. Like, I agree. Yeah, a right. lot of people's lives have been completely destroyed by this thing. It's, and it's easy for us to say if we haven't don't have mouths and feet. I get Whether it. or not no, we right. agree with like what's going on like I personally don't agree with what the government's doing to small business. I think it's totally fucking stupid. And I think people should have the right to choose. Because um, a lot of our a lot of our civil liberties are being fucking taken away. A lot of our rights are being basically yeah, just taken right. away. But that being said, there's nothing we can really do about it except complain to our local governor, which I have, actually. <laughs> this makes <laughs> you realize that's funny. I actually I actually wrote, like, Grace and I both, and several of the members at the gym, wow. actually wrote out like pretty much essays to the fucking governor because she's silly. Yeah. She's a silly person. Um, but, anyways.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know, what was I? Wow. I don't even know. You were talking about
0: uh, <laughs> people small businesses and kind of what and this makes me realize people need to realize that you're really not if you're not one of the top six elitists in this country we're all just if you don't wake up and realize it you will quickly become a
1: positive yeah if you don't if you don't wake up like especially now because this quarantine like is really i'm extremely fortunate but if you don't wake up with some sort of you know, agenda for the day or some sort of like schedule for the day, or at least for me, like, if I, you know, if I, like, I want to know kind of what I'm doing in the day. Like, okay, I'm going to get my workout in at one. I'm going to do this, this, and this, or record a podcast, whatever. I, I like that. Cause a lot of people right now, they don't have jobs or anything like that. And they're just kind of hanging out and they don't have any goals and they don't have any purpose to their, to a single day. They so you can hit like, that button know. 30 times. It wouldn't matter. Right. So, having some sort of purpose for your day in general, or even just get up in the morning, going for your walk, get out in the sun, make sure you're hydrated, like I always say, you know, well, I, small little things. Like a routine, so to speak. Like a routine. Yeah. Read,
0: do positive things. I, uh, I said this to someone the other day who I've been talking to pretty frequently for every week for about a couple of years now. And this particular person struggles a lot with Stressing and letting things outside of her control kind of make her miserable. And so I gave her this analogy and this can be something that everyone can use for this whole uh, situation with the coronavirus and stuff is, all right, so Taylor, I'm sitting in front of you and I smash a glass plate in the ground. Uh-huh. Okay. You see it's broken, right? Dude, this is crazy
1: because I literally have something exactly the same. I I, I think I know what you're going to say. But yeah. something
0: happened to me just like this, like a oh, week. Yeah. And this whole concept behind this is... I started to develop and I mastered two or three years ago and it changed my life. So the plate's broken. You see that, right? Okay. Yeah. Now, if I say, oh, sorry, gosh, and and just hope it never – wish it didn't happen and stress about it and now freak out and apologize to the plate and, gosh, now get all stressed <laughs> and anxious, is that going to magically make the plate get put back together and not be broken? No. Can we go back in time and change it? No. So me stressing – and getting anxious and depressed or sad or fearful or moody or angry or pissed is not going to do anything to prevent that plate from being uh-huh. unbroken. So when it comes to current, it's very hard at first. But let's say you, you are laid off. You don't have a job right now. Mm-hmm. As hard as it is to wrap your head around stressing about it and having that victim mentality and just being anxious and pissed and maybe going to drugs or alcohol because you don't have a job now, stressing about it as simple as that is that gonna make you get your job back or help you in any way possible no that's really so it's kind of catching yourself there you know it's uh and it for me it took a reminder on my phone every two hours every single day for six months straight until now it's just how i always think yeah but you know like i got i got a minor form of rhabdo just Mm -hmm. like right now and yesterday was the peak of it and i for like five seconds on my way home from the gym last night, I was like, "Oh fuck, this sucks!" It, literally five seconds. But I just realized: is me moping and worrying about if this gets worse going to help it anyway? No. Okay, we're done. Yeah. So I think, and it's it, a lot of people might say, "Oh, but it's, you don't get it." But no, it's really that simple. Yeah. Maybe your business is having to shut down because you're not, or maybe it's on the verge of deep, deep debt. Is you stressing, being anxious, and taking out your frustrations on your friends and family going to help? that the business at all no okay so that kind of those simple little strategies are kind of what i've learned three years ago and i've developed in my everyday life and now i'm trying to tell that to other people but and it seems like it's common sense but how many people don't realize that in the moment right so go right. ahead exactly no uh all I was gonna yeah say was, were you had a, similar... had a similar it's like grace
1: and I were hanging out at the table i had like my favorite glass mug and it got knocked off the table <laughs> And I would have pointed it We literally just like started laughing and I just swept it up. Dude, that was it. Yeah.
0: You, <laughs> hey, don't take it too seriously, man. We're just laugh about it. What are the odds that it happened? Like, come on, that's that's pretty funny. I would have started laughing and pointing at you. I, was like, yeah, ah, I gotta, like, I literally saw it shattered on the phone. I was like, ah, I really like that movie. Because guess what? Well, if you're getting pissed no. and like, oh, fuck this, you know, and re- overreacting to it like a lot of humans would, is that going to help it at all? Is that going to change what just happened? Dude, one time I broke the no,
1: plates in the cabinet at home. I brought literally like I yeah. I don't know, they're all there were like there's like some tiny plates like shoved in there. It was just not <laughs> organized. So I tried to like take a plate out and like six plates literally fell out and smashed on the floor. And I was like, God damn it. Hey I wish
0: getting pissed at it and cussing at the plates would magically make them go back. And I just, but it just doesn't it. happen. I just looked at it and I just swept it up. <laughs> but that's so true though, Taylor. It's like for example there was something with like uh, on Netflix on the TV where someone I was I was at someone's place and they the volume wasn't working and they were just they were letting the volume not working properly irritate them and they were getting pissed and short and frustrated and just and I'm just like you're letting the volume of a TV make you piss and upset and then I wanted to it's not my place but I wanted to ask that person like. You're getting all frustrated and pissed and cussing. Is that going to make the volume match? If you get fixed, or do you want to just relax right. and laugh about it and then try to figure it out the best way you can? Right. And those little simple. It's all about simplicity when it comes to enjoying life. It's really not that complicated. I mean, how many colors are there in the rainbow? You know, not. Right. I don't. Not. Not a ton. Look what Michelangelo and Picasso did with those colors. Yeah. You know, there's not that many numbers. There's lots of different combinations. Look at you know what Madoff did with those numbers. You know, it's like. Yeah. It, it, it's it's uh it's very tough especially if you're used to reacting and just responding on the defense to things in life but if we can all kind of get to the point like you did with your mug last night or whatever nights ago it was yeah. you know it just living every morning I wake up and I just remind myself I'm going to get as much joy out of every single moment of this day, no matter what. So if I do break my favorite glass mug or someone does ruin me, I'm not going to let that ruin my joy. Right. Because it would be sweet if me getting pissed and stressed and cussing out the person who ruined me magically made time reverse and it not happen. I would be all about it. Oh, yeah. problem is it doesn't, though. So you might as well just make the best of it, you know? Yeah, I agree. Anyways, man, uh, any, any thoughts on, uh, before we, do you want to talk about our guests wrap, on Friday? Yeah, I mean, let's wrap this. Any more this thoughts show. before we plug the guests? Um, no, let's
1: let's wrap this thing up. We'll talk Wait, about this has been badass. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's been badass. So I know Taylor and I are pretty excited here on the Triad Health Podcast. We're going to have the head women's soccer coach at mid American Nazarene University, Bryce Clanahan, come on as our next guest. And that episode will be released within the next two weeks or less. Yeah. Um, and then uh, some other future guests on the horizon, if you want to, you know, I don't think we have any super confirmed because obviously right now it's kind of hard to get contact yeah. people. But yeah, we're, you, we're trying to get in contact with Scott Weiser, with Clydesdale Crossfitter, the Clyde Del Crossfitter uh, uh, our, our friend and really avid fitness, you know, guru, Nick Peterson. Nick Peterson's Yeah, I haven't um, talked to Nick yet. Um, but we'll reach out to him. So. Maybe this will inspire him to huh. <laughs> I'll reach out to him before this is out. Some some uh, other gym owners in San Diego that I am very good friends with, and they are running successful businesses out there. They will be future guests, Troy Crossfit owners, Um, and and more to come. I think it'd be interesting to get some more people who maybe are social workers or psychologists or people in the nutrition field. It'd be really cool. So I'm excited. Um, Hopefully, you guys got some value out of this episode, Taylor. Absolutely. Good shit, dude. All right. (laughs) We'll see you guys here real soon. All right. All right. Peace. Later.